PKN three fifty six. Yeah, Kyle did. Did you do anything with your week? I know we got eight days between shows. Did you manage yeah. to get out? Or I had a great time. Normal yeah. life. I went on a little trip. You did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing like what you're doing. Um, just, just uh-huh. went on a little trip. Uh, hung out with some people. Uh, that's about as specific as I want to get. <laughs> uh, oh, I had a good time. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I had a good did time. Did you leave the state? Maybe. Maybe. You know. Oh, I did get an Maybe. email from okay. my probation officer on the uh, um, the Delta Eight. He was like, "Absolutely Delta not. 8? Absolutely not. Um, that's a <laughs> that's a prohibited substance while you're on supervision." And I'm just like, oh, "Okay." I get, he didn't get my first email asking him, um, but he did get the second email, which led him to the first email, and and uh, he got he got right back to me after that one uh, this Monday, which was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday morning, very early. Um, so yeah, that that's a no go, but. What is it? 108 more days until probation's over. So I guess I'll just wait 108 more days. No big deal. But I was surprised because Delta 8 is like federally legal and I'm on federal probation. Uh, And I would be surprised if it's like listed among the like prohibited items that they have or whatever. Um, Where obviously things like alcohol and um, I guess just alcohol really. That's first because alcohol is legal. Exactly. But yeah. it's prohibited for you right now. And I guess Delta 8 is in that same thing. Yeah, but it's just weird that it would even be listed because it, to me, at least in my world, it's a brand new thing. It's like something they just invented last week because I just heard about it like, I don't know, a month or two ago or something like that. But maybe it's been around longer than that. And it's just kind of caught on more recently. Uh, it's an it's interesting because like I know a lot of people who are doing it like in my like personal life, my real life, and like online, everybody's doing it that I know. Like guys who normally didn't even smoke weed because it wasn't legal in their state, I just assumed like, oh, he just doesn't want to smoke weed. But it was like, no, he just doesn't want to break the law. So, but so now that he's got like Delta Eight, like all these guys are just like they've progressed from like I guess. And I don't know much about it, but apparently you can get Delta 8 in every form that you can get weed in, which is something I do know a lot about. And so there's like Delta 8 flower, which is like the green plant matter, right? Um, so people smoke that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. I, I, I didn't realize that it would be like that. I thought maybe it'd be something gross since it came from hemp. But no, I guess it, it kind of looks like weed. And then, um, then all of a sudden I see these guys have edibles. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And they tell me they even taste good. And now I'm seeing guys doing uh, Delta 8 dabs. They've got like the, the concentrate. <laughs> They've got the full propane tanks in their bedroom. Like, like we're playing games and they're, they're firing up over there. Like they're blasting off going to Mars. Um, so, yeah, everybody I know pretty much has started experimenting with Delta 8 who, uh, who doesn't live in a state where weed is legal. All right. Do you have me right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think you paused for just like a, a fraction of a second. Where are you, by the way? Okay. Um, like, like not specifically that room or anything, but like, what state have we have we made it to? I'm sorry, this internet. Can you say that again for me? Oh, uh, what state are you in? Oh, I am in Oklahoma, Guymon, Oklahoma. It's in the Panhandle. I think that's what the that little thin section of Oklahoma above Texas is called. And uh, I'm getting my bike fixed here. So are you still getting me okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting you. It'll freeze every now and then, but it's not a big deal. It's not like crazy disruptive. I'm beating myself up over it. I I, I searched this hotel out days in advance. It is super nice. I don't want to show everyone because it's it's such a mess, but I will show everyone. I I got like a a couch behind me. 
uh, a little table sitting area. I, I have you know, two queen bed. My Woody standards. This is a pimp hotel room. This is a penthouse. I assumed suite. this is a penthouse suite by my standards, and I was like, I I, I sought it out in advance because we have some pretty crappy internet uh, from time to time, but on show days, it's meant to be good. And no one advertises their upload and download speeds. So I just go by like the quality of the hotel. Yeah. And I was disappointed with the internet, given how good everything else is here. But what are you gonna do? How much does the room cost if you don't mind me asking? Because uh, I was gonna say like, what I would often do is find an Airbnb. Cause like, like I bet your, the cost of your room plus the cost of his room equals a, an Airbnb somewhere. And with them, you can like, be like, Hey, what's your internet speed? And they'll be like, Oh, it's good. I'm like, no, 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 no. Go to speedtest.net and like, tell me exactly what it is. And they'll send you a screenshot. And I, I've done that a lot of times. Like whenever I would pick one of those Airbnbs that I stayed at, I would, I would make them do that. And in a couple cases, like to get me there for a week, they would go upgrade their internet speed, which was awesome. That's a good strategy. I've checked into a few Airbnb Airbnbs and a lot of them don't want to rent for one night. You know, really? maybe it's not worth it to come clean and do all that nonsense for it's, a single night. It's the COVID thing. It's the COVID thing. I bet because they've got to do like special cleaning. Um, because when I was going to a lot of Airbnbs, they didn't give a fuck. Like one night was fine. But I bet there's okay. some COVID precautions that they've got to they've got to do now. I should give it another shot. Uh I have a place picked out for Thursday, but like I said, you know, to just judge how good the internet is by how nice the hotel is, it didn't work this time. So we'll yeah, I, I need it to be good Thursday. It's frozen um, up once for like two seconds this this entire show. So okay, I, 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 I'm know, being hard on myself because I think that what I'm receiving is not as good as what I'm sending. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm in Guymon, Oklahoma. We have the greatest motorcycle mechanic here. I'm pretty excited about that. I had a fair amount of work to do. Like in advance, I sent him new tires, inner tubes, rim strips, oil, oil filter, and an air filter. So that was setting up in advance. Um, you know, a couple thousand miles in, time for new tires, and uh, the nature of the trails are changing. So I wanted to get more aggressive tires at this part in the trip too. Cool. And then I looked and my chain and sprockets were worn out. And, you know, I'm not a motorcycle mechanic. I, I wish that I had replaced them at home. They would have lasted the whole trip easily. But instead, I paid a motorcycle mechanic to look it over and make sure that I was ready for this trip. I'm never going to pay for that service again. No. I think I just got ripped off. Um, so um, what happened is yesterday morning I wrote him. was like, I need this to happen. And the dude called like Pennsylvania, Indiana, California, like all around the country, sourcing people who had it in stock and could get it here overnight, which he did. I paid $30 for shipping, which for a chain and the front and rear sprocket sourced from three different places is totally cheap for overnight. Like that's incredible. And uh, the bike will be done around dinner time. So awesome. That's pretty cool that you, uh, you know, I think that's something that I would, I guess you did so much research, but I never even considered that you'd have like a pit crew like ahead of you waiting to with like all these parts. And the fact that that shit wears out that quickly is pretty wild too, because obviously with a car, like there's no road trip that you take with a car where it's like, yeah, we got to change. <laughs> We've made it to Mississippi, boys. Time for new oil. Like you could literally go around the world on car tires. I think right, like yeah, absolutely forty thousand miles. Yeah, as long as you don't. What pop is one. the world? 
Yeah. Uh, the world oh, is, I did uh, that. Think, I think I told you about it. Well, if you could drive straight around the equator, it's 24,000 miles, roughly, like 24.2 or something. But um, I've, you right? know, and it's that crazy loop-de-loop -loop thing. But even if it was 80,000 miles, like a great, a good, a good set of tires would go almost 80. Getting bald at the end, but. Yeah. Not motorcycle tires. Um, 8,000 would be really long for motorcycle tires. Uh, the ones that I bought uh, that I'm putting on now will last about 2000 and uh, like more aggressive off-road tires don't last as long. So yeah. maybe somewhere in Idaho or, you know, as the mission changes again, I'll, I'll get new tires and set up a pit crew again. Uh, this is so, a little uh, more expensive of a trip than I thought it was going to be. Cause in my head I was like, man, this is the cheapest adventure ever. He's, He's on a motorcycle. <laughs> Those things cost nothing to run, obviously, because it's not like you have to change tires and oil every 15 miles. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, he's just he's staying mostly in like cheaper places. And he's 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 got the clothes on his back and everything in his bag. Like he's I know he's not like go e eating out every night. He doesn't drink like he's probably making this whole trip for like. Eight hundred dollars. No, <laughs> the the most expensive part is the hotel by far. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they're sixty. Sometimes they're over a hundred. Uh, that's the the biggest cost. Tires. I mean, I think the front and rear combined. I don't know, three hundred and fifty, something like that. That's pretty. Expensive. And that's expensive. That's uh, that's on the high end. You could do it for one sixty, but I didn't buy the cheapest tires. I wanted. Yeah, that's it's. I wonder, like. Because all I've got to compare it to is car tires, right? And it's like, you know, like, like with high performance car tires, they get ridiculously expensive, especially if it's some sort of low profile thing. Like all of a sudden you're spending four or five hundred dollars on car tires. And then those guys that have those stupid, I got a small dick trucks, they're spending, you know, six hundred dollars a tire and shit like that. But I would have thought motorcycle tires would have been a little more. I, I'm just really shocked at how quickly they wear out. That's wild. Yes. Yeah. They, they wear out quick. So the. Like I said, 2000 miles, it's because they're practically knobbies, you know, mm -hmm. and the the edges stop getting sharp and they get angled, at which oh. point they don't grip and dig like you want them to. Yeah. And look, I'm outside my expertise, but I've, I've done my research. And uh, so I should get much more performant tires for the next part of my trip. I got a flat in a tire. I told you guys about that, right? Was that you might have, but show? I don't remember that part. I remember you telling us about obviously about going off the cliff and everything and dropping the bikes a couple times here. And there. <laughs> Maybe you remember that the guy like watched us change it while his grandkid honked the horn at us and it made me so frustrated. <laughs> anyway, I was when, I put, when that happened, but but I, I hear you. It could be. But what happened was um, I'm not that experienced at changing motorcycle tires. It's a little harder than bicycle tires and use these tire levers to get it back over the bead like to get the beat over the the rim. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I guess I over-muscled it and I ripped the tire. Like it, it was one of those things where like you're doing it harder. It's not working, but what are you going to do? You have to press it harder to get it on. You can't just press not as hard and have it not get on. We have to get it on. And, uh, you know, Redneck with his grandkid is like, you ain't going to hurt a tire. You can't hurt a tire. I'm like, all right, I haven't working out for a few months, but here we go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I heard a tire. So, um, this strong fella here just ripped a tire with his bare hands. Have you had have you had a chance to like catch up so on any pros uh, for me? But oh no. Are Can you say now? that again? I was gonna ask if you had watched Loki. 
was going to be my question. Shucks, I'm so sorry. My internet's not good. But you were asking what? I heard if that. If you've seen Loki. Oh, no. Well, I've seen Loki, and I thought it was very good. <laughs> you just moved for me. <laughs> <sighs> I watched Loki the other night, and I liked it a lot. It was pretty fucking good. Um, he's already dropped the spoilers thing down there. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty fucking good. Uh, I like uh, I think Tom Hiddleston's the guy's name. Uh, thought he thought he did a really good job. I'm hoping maybe they get some more Marvel actors in there to do like cameos. But there's a little bit of a mystery in the show, and uh, you don't know who the bad guy is necessarily. And pretty cool. Looks like they're not sparing with the budget either. I think it's got a chance for maybe to be one of the better Marvel TV shows because I really didn't like Wandavision. I really did. I didn't love the uh, the Winter Soldier thing. It was just kind of passable, and uh, but I, but I wasn't like enthralled with it or anything. But this Loki thing, uh, it's got some heart to it and uh, cool special effects. And I think and Loki was always like one of the best characters in Marvel. So I got high expectations for the show. You got me Dude, yet? I saw the first episode. Oh, good. Of, yeah, I intermittently. I saw the first episode of Loki. Also, totally loved it. Uh, I think like you, he might just be one of the strongest actors in the Marvel universe. You know, mm. I, I would put him there right next to um, Iron Man, who's Tom Downs, Robert Downey Jr., maybe. Yep. And uh, no, no. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Anyway, I put him. I, I did get it. <laughs> I got lucky. Uh, I would. He's probably one of the strongest actors in the Marvel universe. And he's crushing it in Loki as he does in every scene that he's in. And uh, it's, I, I like the balance between him being a literal god and very powerful and hard to kill and whatever, and powerless. And but he wants to maintain his dignity, which seems to come <laughs> from his special abilities, while he doesn't have them. And it's been great. I enjoyed the first episode. Yeah, yeah, I um, I, I liked it a lot. Um, so, I, I like the the fat black woman who we have to pretend is athletic. She was fun. Um, I, I, uh, I like the whole, I don't know, time cop sort of gimmick idea. Uh, that's not a part of the comics that I'm familiar with. I'm, I'm familiar with a lot of the comic stuff, like the source material. I've watched a lot of like videos about it, but this is a whole new thing for me. Uh, most of these characters and most of this stuff is, is sort of tangentially related to, uh, uh, some of the stuff that I'm familiar with, but I've never really read anything about this. Like, I don't even remember the name of the organization that fucking, I'm going to call them the time cops. But uh, yeah, so far so good. I'm just annoyed that, <clears throat> like, I saw a meme and it was like Disney Plus and Amazon. We're gonna oh, and it's the Kyle show. Did he drop? Probably. Oh well, with Amazon. Oh, and there, yeah, he is. All right. It just cut out for me. My theory is. That it's rush hour and that's and everyone's in their car using their phones and the signal has gotten weaker. I, I don't have another theory. That is Oklahoma. I, I tested for this you. for the last two days. I, I'm a, I don't know. It's I didn't come into this unprepared. I've been like checking the, where to get the best bandwidth and stuff and what it will take. And it's I hear you. None it's of that me. testing seemed relevant right now. I was just saying that like uh, I saw a meme and it was like Disney Plus and Amazon Prime like. 
we have to release our shows once one day a week because we want people to talk about them and to keep talking about them. And it's like Netflix is like the Chad. He's just like, here's here's the whole show. Do what you want. And it's like, yeah, I <laughs> prefer that more. I, I like like I wish I had already seen all of Loki right now. I wish they had just dropped it all and I would have spent like a day and a half, two days watching the eight, ten episodes or whatever it's going to be. And I'd be done with it. But I'm sitting here like I got like two months of watching before we get anywhere. Like, I, I hate watching week to week. Well, he does too. He doesn't like that. It, yeah, if you can hear me, Disney Plus has less content. You know, they, I feel like they have to leak out their episodes once a week because they, they, they just don't have as much. They need to make it stretch. Whereas Disney's, I'm sorry, Netflix is dropping new shows, new like 10 show bundles every week there's something new yeah yeah but I, and and it some of it is or at least in theory in, in from their mindset i'm sure is it's trying to be quality over quantity because netflix releases a lot of like bullshit that, that really is garbage but i don't know i'm not in love with a lot of the disney plus content it's really just some of this marvel stuff that i like like i completely lost interest in that star wars animated show <clears throat> And I remembered those characters, the Bad Batch. Um, but I got like four or five episodes mm -hmm. in, and there's like a child character in it that, that I'm supposed to care about, and I just don't. And after a while, like, the premise that each of these characters is like, has like a, a thing, like, 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 oh, this is the big, strong, stupid guy, and this is the, this is the robotic guy, who, and this is the sneaky one, and this is the, like, Rambo guy. It's like, Okay, well, they're so they're all just completely one-dimensional and boring after three or four episodes. So I'm, I, I just quit watching. I'm not into that, and uh, I don't know what they're gonna do. Like, like I'd like to see like their roadmap on Disney Plus for like shows to come out. But uh, all I really, I, I mean, I'm liking this Loki show, but it is really the only thing I've enjoyed from them, and it's not a cheap service. It's not like it's eight dollars a month or something. Disney's not. How much is it? Shit, I don't know what I pay. Probably twenty, maybe maybe I did a year for like. I don't know. I don't know what I paid. It was not cheap. I want to say I have like Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus bundled into something for like fourteen a month or twelve a month. But I I could be wrong. I'm aware that that bundle exists, but I already had mm -hmm. like this and that, and I was adding the third one, and it was like, well, what do I do? Do I cancel the first two? And 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 so I, I just have all of them, all three of them separately. Maybe when I move and I get everything like re-downloaded, I'll, I'll go through the effort of bundling everything. But Because I think I bought ESPN for like a year. Like I, th I think I had done that, and like, I, I don't know like which versions of each one you get, because obviously there's only one ESPN Plus, but there's like two or three Hulus, and I don't know how many Disney Pluses there are. There's probably just the one because I doubt they run commercials, but I can't stand commercials. So oh, that's I know a, a little about this. I, if you can hear me, the when you have the good Hulu, if you bundle the other two in, you keep it. If, like me, you didn't previously have Hulu, you get the worst Hulu. Mm. But there is a way to like bundle it and get your good Hulu. And I think like you're bumping into it kind of sucks that it's like hard to figure out. Like, can, can you just combine it for me? Like, how about I call the human who deals this deals with this and ask them to do that's just not how the world works anymore. You need yeah. to find some hidden web page or service. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm but on you can get the ad free Hulu. Hulu. 
I, uh, I I'm, I'm on somebody oh, else's Hulu. Now there's the savings. Yeah, there's the savings, <laughs> right? Like, like uh, <clears throat> I was always the one where it's like, yeah, I've got eight people on my Netflix. I got four people on my HBO. Um, actually, for a long time, you and I were both on some guy's HBO who had like shared it so many times that when we wanted to watch Game of Thrones, it was a race to like click the button fast enough. <laughs> and it yeah, wasn't. I eventually TV. moved to Joe Lozon's, but. Joe must have either changed his password or his service because I don't get the benefit of stealing his stuff anymore. Yeah, I don't blame him because it's annoying when like you're the guy paying for something <laughs> and you want to watch a show I that's know. premiering and it's like, oh, too many viewers, maximum viewers reached. Uh, please try again later. And it's like, what the fuck? I, I'm the one paying for this shit. So like it would Game of Thrones it, would it, come out and and like I just I would tell my girlfriend, I'm like, all right, we've got to be sitting in the chair at least three minutes before this starts. And we're going to be refreshing. We're just like use two thumbs so that you can back go back and forward over and over, trying to be the first one in. And uh, I don't. It was even scary pausing that show uh, because I was worried that somebody else was going to like overlap me or something. I don't even think Joe meant to give me his password. We were at a paintball event. That's Game of Thrones cool. dropped. I think I had the better laptop for viewing it on, so he logged in and we watched Game of Thrones together in the hotel room cool and then like i didn't even know that i had his password until a few months later when i wanted to like go it and it was like wait what <laughs> like j lozon at at&t net or whatever it was i don't know what it was exactly but it was like i, I clearly know who that is and i just i was like well let's see if it works and it did for years so <laughs> thanks joe <laughs> yeah thanks joe, for your hbo yeah i um and it wasn't because I was cheap with the HBO thing. Like for a while, you just couldn't get HBO. And then um, they had HBO. What was it called? It was called like HBO Go, I think maybe. And uh, that was the one we used. Now is Max oh, the good? Oh, one? there was one before that. that though. Me. There, there's been like four. Mm. It's super annoying. Like like they can't figure out their branding at all. Because there was one that that would not let you watch stuff as it debuted. It was like the HBO library, like all their movies and like their catalog of TV shows. So if you want to watch The Sopranos, sure, it's right there. But like Game of Thrones comes out tonight, you're shit out of luck. Um, there was that one. And that was like all you could get in my like area with a, because I didn't have cable wasn't an option where I live. Like there was no cable service. Like there isn't one. There's no cable there. Everybody uh, mm -hmm. where I grew up always had satellite dishes or um, antennas. And that was it. It's one or the other. And, uh, and so I just couldn't get HBO. Uh, without having that cable service. So I just had to share it with, I don't know, five or 600 other people on some poor guy's account. Do you like small towns? No. I, I, I mean, there's a little bit, not really. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't, I don't like people enough to like appreciate the little folksy na nature of it. Um, and uh, that's the nicest thing about small towns, I think, is that like you kind of know everybody and uh, so if you've got some sort of a problem, you know, you, you know, the guy's name at the tire shop or, you know, the mechanic's name or, you know, the the lady at the tax office's name or at the courthouse's name. If you need to get some paperwork done, she's like, oh, Gladys, can you get my paperwork in? Yeah, I guess I can get it in. Like, like that sort of thing can happen. But it's just so much more convenient being in Atlanta where like you're such a good open. people person. I'm surprised that that aspect of small towns didn't like uh i don't know didn't work for you because you're you're good at that right you did 
it works, but it's just like I just don't know that it's worth it. I just don't know that it's worth it to to be oh, okay. away from that, like that trade off. Because like just being in Atlanta right now, like like there's so much to do, uh, and and it, you know, I I my sleep schedule is almost always flipped so that I can be out and about at like two, three, four in the morning. And there's shit to do. Like like there's always people out. Like when I mm-hmm. when I when I when I drive at when I leave my house at one in the morning or two in the morning. It's not deserted out there. Like it's hustling and bustling. There, there's shit going on, and uh, you know, stuff's open. Restaurants are still open. Um, there's places to go, things to do, and uh, and I really like just how convenient yeah. everything is, how close by everything is. Like like, it's it's really nice. Whereas when I lived uh, in Franklin County, it was just, well, it's eight o'clock. Everything's shut down. Could we get a pizza delivered? Oh no, that's not even a thing here. <laughs> Dude, so I don't have much experience with small towns. What I thought were small towns are not actually small towns until I'm on this trip. These are very small towns. I mean, these towns maybe have two restaurants and one red light. Uh, Some of these towns are so small, they don't have a motel, so I don't stay there. But I'm getting like sort of familiar with like what a really small town means. And when people said there's nothing to do, I always thought, well... You simply lack imagination. No, there's literally nothing to do. Nothing, nothing. There's no, if you go outside, there are no people. There are no things. You, I don't know. I'm thinking like 1920s games where you just kick rocks down the street or something. Oh, Maybe we can get a the, barrel hoop and. The barrel hoop where you got the stick <laughs> and you're keeping it upright, like chasing behind it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing, there's nothing offered. There's nothing. You can't do anything. And uh, sometimes I'll, I'll get into the hotel and I'll be lackadaisical about like, like I enjoy the air conditioning. I might just lay there for some period of time, then take a shower. And then it's like, whoa, 730, 8, well, let's make it 8 p.m. All the restaurants are closed. So that's it. I just missed it. All the re- For a 60 mile radius, there are no restaurants open. Well, that's rough. My internet's it's, probably too bad for this, huh? But no, 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 you're good. No, no you're working. Uh, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's fucking, it's a nightmare. Like, like I've been in even, I've been into like, I wouldn't even call it a small town, uh, remote areas, and uh, in remote areas like in like, I think it was called Brady, Texas. Like, from where we were, it was 45 miles to a restaurant. Like, it was 45 miles. So it was like, hey, you guys want to go to dinner? Yeah, all right, we got to leave right now because it's an hour that way. And there's going to be a lot of deer on the road, so we can't go fast. It's like the fucking wilderness out here. And like you would go and eat, and then you would have to turn right back around and go 45 miles back the other way to drop everybody off. And then there wasn't a hotel in the town that had the, the barbecue restaurant, so I had to just turn around and go like 30 miles in the opposite direction to get to my motel. And that was the motel that had the bloody uh washcloths in the uh in the bathroom <laughs> someone had cut themselves and then blotted their face their bloody face wounds with the washcloths and then just hung them back up and then the the staff had allowed them to be there it was also the place where they didn't have any soap in the room so i brought my own soap and when the maid came in to clean up the bathroom she took my soap she took the soap that I had bought and, and put in the bathroom so there would be soap. So then the next day I had to take a, like a, just a, a bath with no soap. Like, like you ever taken a bath with no soap before? doesn't work. 
Yes. You just get wet. You just get wet. <laughs> That's a rinse. It doesn't work. Uh, it's a, Zach said, I look amazing. I don't. I look old. Every wrinkle is bad. I've been accused of using some sort of filter. I don't have a filter. It was just lighting. It's yellow. Now I'm in front of a window. But it, uh, the internet's not better, which is what I was trying to fix. You're trying to get close to like the internet source. <laughs> but I, I, I see when I look at me right now, I see every wrinkle. I, and I, I thought I thought I looked better in the other lighting, but uh, it's whatever. I don't know. Is there a spot in this place that doesn't like that has better internet? I don't know. Well, that's not the spot, is it, folks? <laughs> he found the spot with no internet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, I don't mind this at all. This is, this is fun. This is what I've always dreamed of. This is that hypothetical scenario where both Taylor and Woody have terrible car crashes, and I get to just come on here by myself. Well, maybe. I hope you're prepared to monologue, Kyle. It's oh, that's what I was just talking about. I, I, I was like, I don't mind this at all. This is a dream scenario for me. <laughs> this, this is the future direction of the show. I have too many high-risk hobbies. You're going to see, you're going to see Kyle's monologues. When the cholesterol gets the better of Taylor and the adventure sports get the best of Woody, it's this is this is it. This is it. It's 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 just me here monologuing, talking to you about. The, the TV shows that I watched this week and uh, and, and how high I got this week. And, and that's the show. Four hours of that. Man, it's really struggling over there. Are you, are you getting me at all? Yeah, I, I got you asking that. Interesting. Okay, that's a step in the right direction, I suppose. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This has been a fine internet. Well, my phone has been a fine internet connection. We mm -hmm. we checked in yesterday, and uh, I don't know. I couldn't have prepared anymore. And I can't, I've tried everything. I've tried hardwiring to the wall to use hotel internet, hotel Wi-Fi, and my phone. I don't have any other ideas. I've tried setting up next to the window where I thought maybe the phone would work better. It's working right now. So that's a positive step. Yeah, um, it actually is Oklahoma working right is now huge. quite well. Oklahoma is gigantic. Dude, I, maybe I, – I, I, I know who I'm talking to, right? You're familiar with the country. I had never seen a 25-mile-long cattle farm before. And then you see that next to another 25-mile-long cattle farm. And then a third 25-mile-long cattle farm. And I am traveling on, like, gravel dirt roads just – hundreds of miles of cattle farm and some wheat farms and it's the because there's no hills or mountains around here the sky is bigger right so and and they aren't seem they aren't really familiar with two-story buildings here in Oklahoma so there's just nothing to block the horizon it, you, everywhere you go is, is half your universe is sky i'm not familiar with in raleigh if you don't do anything to the land 200 foot oak trees sprout up and it just means my whole universe, you know, you're kind of looking over the trees, over the buildings, over everything. Here, the tallest thing around is a cow. 
<laughs> and, <laughs> and you see everything. <laughs> I'm just driving. And it's like everything feels so big, immense, and desolate. And and like, like cattle farms, you're gigantic, but you proved your point 75 miles ago. It, it, it just goes on and on and on and on. And like I, at first, it was amazing. I was like, I can't believe this foreign land in the central time zone <laughs> with, you know, <laughs> giant skies and short buildings and numerous cows. And it, like, it was just like, like enriching. And I'm like, man, like, I wish Jackie was passenger here with me. Like, like, this is just cool. And then you're like another hundred miles and you're like, all right, okay. All right, like that's that's enough. And then 300 miles, it's like you've proved your point. We're making great progress on this trip. On the Transamerica Trail, they target 200 miles a day. If you can go 200 miles in a day, you've had a pretty successful, it's like it's been a, a lot of off-roading. Um, the YouTubers I watch who've done it seem to be getting like 180, 140 miles in a day. We went 360 miles of dirt roads in Oklahoma just Fucking, I'm going 60 miles an hour on Jesus. the edge of control. Like Oklahoma, a fucking enough. Like enough. <laughs> I have seen so much Oklahoma. It's endless. It will never get anywhere. It, it feels like what I, I haven't ridden a motorcycle through Texas, but that's it's just, it never stops. It's endless. It keeps going and going. Everything seems gigantic. Everything's so far away. Um, our next stop, we have to go 145 miles between fuel stops, which on my bike is a, a little tightish. You know, I should be fine, but my reserve light might be on. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're sort of planning that out and what we're going to do. But uh, we're going to be in Colorado tomorrow. So to, we cut through the very last part of Oklahoma through the corner of New Mexico and into Colorado where there should be some like Rocky mountains on the landscape and, and things are about to change up. Colorado is the part of the trip that in Utah that I'm most excited about. And it begins tomorrow. So yeah. That's yeah. That's gotta dude. be the most scenic part of the trip because um, I'm like you whenever, uh, whenever I went through Texas and uh, the Southwest for the first time, I was really blown away at first because all those, I, I love those Western movies, all that Clint Eastwood shit. And so I was familiar with like, I'd seen the rock formations in movies and stuff. But then when you get there and you actually see them, like I'm just staring out the window for hours, just, just looking out into the desert. But then after like three days of that, you're just like, man, they kind of really like that brown color palette here, huh? Not a, not a big <laughs> fan of not a big fan of green out here in the southwest. It would seem uh after a while you you get real sick of it it's 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 as depressing to me as i think for some people like the rainy seattle weather is like i like the rain if it rained every day i mm -hmm. wouldn't mind but if i had to live in that desert perpetually i feel like i would just get real depressed because it's just i hate it i i really hate it i i like it in small doses but after being there for a week or 10 days it's you're just sick and tired of not seeing a tree anymore your your nose is just continuously dried out from that just desert air. It's it's no fun. That's it. When I first got into Oklahoma and and the landscape started, so we went through the Ozarks, which are in Mississippi, Missouri. I guess Missouri. Oh. But I think we were in Mississippi, our part of it. Okay. And um, you know, that's all trees and rivers and twisty hills and stuff like that. 
And then, you know, we come out of that into this broad open landscape and it was like, this is amazing. And I'm blown away by just the, I don't know, like God's audacity to create something so big. And, and like, I, I'm loving it for a hundred miles. And then the next hundred, I liked it. And then the next hundred, I joined team Kyle with like, okay, this is too much. I, 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 look, I, I I liked it. I liked it. It was cool, but it I, I could see its charms. But good God, uh, yeah. Next. In Georgia, like I don't think there's a place in Georgia where I could drop you off and say, "Do your best," and you wouldn't be like, "Okay," and walk for like three hours and find civilization max, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're never three hours walk away from like just an interstate highway or a gas station. Or like a community of people who would loan you a phone, like, but out there in Texas, or in New Mexico especially, there's places where it's like, man, I hope we don't get hurt out here. That'd be <laughs> yeah, we kind of be in trouble, huh? Like, like yeah, we have to have have a helicopter come. I'm like, what are we gonna do? Send them a fucking smoke signal that the, the phone stopped working an hour ago. Like, like, like this is like one of those horror movies where they have to do that cliche. We're like, oh, no signal, huh? No, there is no signal out there. It's a nightmare. It's it's legitimately scary when you're in New Mexico and you're doing dangerous shit. Like when we were out there filming, my, it was scary. My situation's a little safer than Chris's because here's the deal. I'm faster than him, so I tend to ride in the front. And he doesn't like to be right on my tail because I kick up dust and it prevents him from seeing the, the road very well and it's just unpleasant. So I'm like more than a mile ahead of him so that he gets a nice clean view and air to breathe. Cool. If I fall, he is like, you know, what? Three minutes, five minutes from catching up to me most of the time, not more than 10. If he falls, I am like 15 minutes from noticing that like nothing and then turning around and looking for him. And it could happen. He, the day after our last recording, it was muddy and rainy. He was going through a mud puddle, but you couldn't see the bottom of it. And it wasn't super big, but it was, say, 10 feet long. Yeah. So it was a thing to cross. He fell and got trapped under his bike. And uh, just I was behind him, which is unusual, but I was. And we had just turned around. And uh, I'm like, are you hurt? It was the wrong question. The question I meant to ask was, do you need immediate help? But he lied and said, yes which was the right answer <laughs> yeah. because I, I immediately stopped my bike and I had to lift his bike off of him so that he could get out from under it. And he was thoroughly exhausted to like, you know, where he couldn't stand up. He was just leaning on his bike and he needed a minute. And there was a bit of conflict there. I'm like, Oh, Chris, go sit down. He's like, not now. I'm like, Chris, take, have a seat. I will free your bike. I will get it out of this mud hole. I'll, I'll take care of your problems for you. You go rest. And he's like, fuck Woody. Not now. <laughs> and it was like, dude, you, they, they, man's really suffering. He wants to stand here in 10 inches of water and gain his breath. But Jesus. okay. Uh, so um, uh, I'm starting I guess to think what maybe happened, I'm not cut out for this motorcycle trip. <laughs> <laughs> I think what happened was he was exerting a lot of energy, protecting himself from the fallen bike. Like it was smushing him. Yeah. And, uh, um, and that's why he was so tuckered out. But anyway... It's in my head is like, you know, this isn't just make believe like this is literally already happened. This idea that someone would need the other one's help. And uh, in Oklahoma, 
we're spaced out, but we're almost done Oklahoma. You, you need some kind of a like, like system. Like, like, like I would want to be on like radio, like, like, like system with you or something like that. So all of a sudden, you know, he could be like, help, help. Like, I, what if you get into that? I, I, I don't know about on a motorcycle, but when I'm driving a car, like across the country, I get that like highway hypnosis and like an hour will mm-hmm. just pass. It's like, holy shit. It was 8 PM. Now it's 9 PM. That made some good time there. It was like, I wasn't even <laughs> here. I was driving like a robot. What if you did that on the bike and you turned around and there's not even <laughs> dust behind you? Like, 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 and you're just like, oh. shit, where'd I lose him at? Yeah. I, I, so at the turns, I'll text him and say, are you okay? Mm. And that happens, say, every 15, 20 minutes. So there's not too big a gap. Sometimes if at the turn, I'll wait for him, you know, just get like a visual confirmation or at, you know, talk to him. Maybe we make a decision or something. But, um, uh, mostly I, I know he likes to be, I, I don't know how far, you know, a quarter mile behind me or something to get nice clean air and, and good visibility. Cause it, it's like 95% of a gravel road is easy, no skill riding. It's cool. And then every so often, either the gravel gets thick or it's sand. And that is like this high skill, like emergency, the bike's getting squirrely and you have to, you know, react properly. But if you think about it, like 5% is a lot, you know, it, it, every minute you're hitting deep gravel or sand or something, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's not an infrequent thing when we're talking about 5% of the time. Yeah. So, uh, you could fall, you could fall, but yeah, we've been okay in Oklahoma. Dude. I, I, uh, oh, good. I was just thinking like, like. Taylor and I are going to go on a much, much more pussyfied version of this trip at some point as a joke. <laughs> this sounds real hardcore. I just imagine him like, yeah, you want to go on a motorcycle trip? Yeah, let's rent let's rent some scooters while we're here in Florida and go across town. All right, all right. I mean, we'll, we'll like pump it up like it's as big Dude, as a in. trip. Invite like, me. Come on. Why would you do that without me? <laughs> a scooter, scooter riding through Tampa, Florida. Um, yeah. This yeah, sounds, that sounds like a... Do, I, I'm I'm jealous I, of your I've trip. Grown... I wish I could be on the trip. Honest, if I was free, I'd have I'd have been. It's. I don't think I would enjoy it. I think this would be like a lot of the stuff that we've done, where it's like we start talking about it on the show, and it's like, yeah, we'll do that. Hey, you think so? <laughs> you think we can do it? Oh, we can do that. We can do that easy. And then the next thing I know, I have a three thousand dollar motorcycle that I can barely ride, and I'm a quarter mile behind you eating dust. Like I can't do this. <laughs> this was a mistake. I guarantee have I would I be talked on the about the three kinds of fun. I'd be hating it. Have, the three kinds of have fun. I, talk- I think uh, so, but I want to hear it again. Okay. So type one fun is fun in the moment. It's, it's a roller coaster. It can be deep and awesome. I have said this already, but I like it, uh, sometimes it's just like the sugar of fun, you know, like the best meal you've ever had has not been uh, a Snickers or a Smarties or whatever. Type one fun is fun in the moment. Type three fun is just not fun. It's not fun now. It's not. It's. It was never good. It's just bad. It's unfun. Type two fun is that thing that kind of sucks when you did it. That time you got caught in the rain, that time that you got a flat tire at night. But when you recount it, when you recollect what happened. Sometimes that's the best. Sometimes those are the moments where you're like, that was fucking awesome. You know, we were scared at that moment, but 
dude, that was incredible. That was an experience that I hang on to. There's been quite a bit of type two fun on this trip. You know, the flat tire with that asshole's grandkid honking the horn at me. I'm already looking back at that. Like, yeah, that, all right, that was cool. That's cool. <laughs> Muscling my broken tire back onto the rim, riding with the rear out of balance, bouncing, you know, for a hundred miles as we, as I'm trying to source a replacement in these small towns in Arkansas. Um, like, that it was rough at the moment, but I'm already like, dude, that was kind of cool, you know. And Chris is so and my my rear tire is not really um an off-road tire. And between that one and the one that was broken with the rip bead that bounced, it's been slowing me down. And Chris is loving that. <laughs> He's like, now that you have more performant tires. This trip's gonna get harder for me. But yeah. <laughs> for the last couple of days, he's liked my handicap. Yeah, but you're gonna start randomly it's getting fun, flat tires. Just, just, just tacks are gonna start <laughs> showing up in your tires every morning when you wake up. Oh <laughs> shit again! Dang, rough break. <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, I, 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 we're both I think, getting so much better. Oh, go on. I was just gonna say, I, I think if I were free, I'd have, I'd have talked myself into going on this this trip, and I would be fucking hating it right now. I was gonna ask if you're sore. Because to me, mm -hmm. it just seems like being on the motorcycle for that long period of time, especially on those bumpy roads where it's not just a nice smooth glide, like it seems like you're tensed up a lot, and like you'd be sore. I've um, gone to bed tuckered out a couple of times, just like worn out and even concerned for tomorrow. But uh, I wake up like I'm 19. Like, it, I don't know. I've just been maybe it's because I got fitter in the months leading into I was gonna this, say maybe that. that's helped a little bit. Um, but I haven't been too sore. Uh, also the CPAP machine is good. I get good night's sleep all the time. I think staying in hotels and motels is a bit of a cheat code. You know, if, if I was sleeping in a, in a tent every night, getting sort of, you know, shitty sleep and the work of setting up and breaking down a campsite, cooking your own meals, stuff like that is a lot. But when you can just like hit up a restaurant and sleep in a bed with the, you know, all your stuff, that it, it um, it makes the next day a fresher start. How's he doing? Is he so is he that, getting sore? That's been really nice. Is he complaining of being sore or, or like worn out or anything? Does he have any any <laughs> physical problems? It's not too bad. Yeah, like he, we talked today, and he said, um, that like so when we we stayed here for two days, we took a rest day, right? So we arrived yesterday, and today is our rest day. And uh, he's like, you know, I didn't really need a rest day. And then when we talked today, he's like, you know, I thought I didn't need a rest day, but it was a good thing I had a rest day. So yeah. that, that'll help you gauge, you know, he's not dying or anything, but now that he's enjoying this rest day, he's like, this was good for me. You know, he'll, he'll be at a hundred percent tomorrow. So, yeah. <clears throat> so that's what's up. So there was that question that when you, before uh -huh. you started the trip as to whether you were going to get there and then ship the bikes back. Or get there and you're like, well, we're here. And then do that Forrest Gump maneuver and just turn around <laughs> and go back. <laughs> Where are you right Forrest now? Forrest Gump. Uh, we're definitely planning on right. So the they've changed the Transamerica Trail for the 1% of you who maybe knew the old one. It used to just go straight to Oregon. Mm -hmm. Now... It's kind of a U-shape. It goes from North Carolina across Arkansas, Mississippi, not in that order. The lower left corner is like New Mexico, Colorado. The upper left corner is Idaho. 
And then it goes across South Dakota and to Wisconsin by the Great Lakes and stops there. So we're planning on taking it all the way to Wisconsin. Chris has family vacationing in Michigan. And I think he wants to just ride his bike and visit his family and we'll kind of split there and I'll take roads back to North Carolina and that'll be that. Yikes. So yeah, we're, we have every intention of doing the whole extended new version of the Transamerica trail and taking it to the great lakes. Jesus Christ. Is this going so, to be a yearly adventure for you? Right? You, think? you think this is going to be like uh <sighs> Trans-America Trail 2021, 22, 23. <laughs> like you, you start putting badges on your shirt, you know, for every year you've done it. Do they make a patch? So, Do they make patches for this? <laughs> the, I got to – there's a – every so often you hit like this country shop that says like Trans-America Trail, stop here. And I hit one and they, they gave me these red Nekistan stickers, but I don't know if there are patches. Mm -hmm. Jackie said – Never again that I am not to leave the family for this long anymore. But I, have I, I was writing. I'm like, maybe this is like, maybe this is like pregnancy, right? Where like every woman who has a baby says that is it. I'm not doing it again. And then like, you know, nine, 12 months later, they're like, let's do it again. Maybe it'll be one of those. I'm not sure. And I'm or, not sure if I do this. Or next Go time. On. Jackie's on the back. Jackie's on the, the back of the again. motorcycle. On the back she's on the motorcycle. She's, on... she's, like, she's this is me. This is this is me miming Jackie hanging on to you as we go down the dirt roads. <laughs> and side I, car I pitched that Colin. to her last night. I there is um maybe it was the night before. In any case, I'm driving through this like majestic, gigantic Oklahoma, right? And it's just the sky is so big, and there's a sun. The sunset was awesome and bigger. I can't express. How much the extra 25% of sky makes a difference. The fact that the horizon goes all the way to cow level is huge instead of at tree level up higher or mountain level for some people. And uh, and it, it, I don't know. I'm just driving. And I was like, I wish Jackie was here to see this. Like this is soul enriching. It's how, it's amazing. And I, I told her on the phone, I'm like, Jackie, man, we should, it doesn't have to be off road, right? We could just take roads and, and check out the country and make it happen. And she's like, oh, Woody, I wouldn't like that. And I'm like, but you would, you would. You just got to try it. You just, you, you, come on. And, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. Life is long. But, she, uh, um, you know, that was her. Has she ever gone up in the paramotor with you? No, she's oh, that's, not that's interested a, in the paramotor. That's a too many eggs and, in one basket scenario, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She would say that she would say it's too many eggs in one basket. She doesn't want to risk both of us dropping out of the sky, but uh, she used to motorcycle with me all the time. Yeah. Uh, even after we were married, which is telling, I have this theory that like the young unmarried women morph who they are to become your perfect mate. Like, Oh yeah. The Yankees. I'm big into the Yankees. I really like it. You know, Derek Jeter and uh, strawberry. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally all about the Yankees. <laughs> <Derek Strawberry. Right? laughs> that was like 19. I did that on purpose, but yeah, <laughs> it was the, it was the, uh, the Mets too, but <laughs> oh, wow. anyway, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, also too old. Anyway, uh, so the, the, the girls will do that, but Jackie post marriage, 
was suiting up in her skid proof gear and and riding around on the Ducati with me. But uh, I don't know. So maybe she'd be into it. Maybe not. I don't know. But I just feel like I don't know. Get a big comfy bike. It'll be cool. You'll like it. I don't know. We'll see. I, I saw. But it, I was it, looking at to uh, do it again. I was looking at motorcycles just a night or two ago, and I saw this Indian chief that had the biggest back seat I've ever seen. It had like armrests and like like head support and like a cup holder, and it was just like, what the fuck? It's not even a motorcycle anymore. You you've got a chariot. It it, it was ridiculous. The the the, the back seat on that thing. Yeah, <laughs> there are a couple motorcycles in that class, and they. Had, like you said, it's a it's a comforter, like literally with armrests and like a like a good movie theater seat or something. And they have, of course, the seats can be heated. And I think they have air conditioning. I'm not positive, but it, like they blow cold air on you. I think I know they have radios that play out loud. Yeah, and the windshields protect you like a convertible almost. You know, it's mm -hmm. not no wind, but it's a different environment than I have. So, uh, yeah, but uh, bike's been doing well. I've been doing well, Chris. Chris and I. So we've been honest about our skill level, right? You you haven't heard me say I'm like some. I'm always the slowest in my group rides, whatever. Dude, we have gotten better. We're passing other people on the tat. We we pass we pass these three guys. Chris calls them Larry Moe and Curly. He didn't like them, but uh, we're passing another rider. We haven't been passed by anyone, and uh, we're just way faster and better than we were whatever it was two weeks ago. I have a theory. So. I think that low, um, Mo, Larry, and Curly have done this like five times, and they're like watching you guys zip by, and they're like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll catch up to them. They'll be in that big pile of wreckage." <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> it could be uh, they had like they had some shitty gear. I thought like it. We I have a full face helmet, which is just absolutely the right way to go. Not only is it safer in so many different ways, and they, they have studies, the, it's easy to tell which part of your helmet impacted. So they can tell you where you're most likely to hit. And the answer is your chin and your face. That, those are the things that hit the ground most often. And their helmets don't even have a chin or a face. <laughs> Mine does. Um, I could, they just, can yeah, oh, I can see yours. You've got the full. So they've just got like that helmet you put on when you're going like, rock climbing or something that's or like it's, it's like a football helmet without, yeah. the, without the chin support it's a, yeah yeah and the front is a plastic that flips up but doesn't oh, do much that. in terms of protection yeah, that's no good yeah, yeah you wouldn't wear that in tarkov like, like that, that's that piece of shit helmet in tarkov you're like, <laughs> no, that's no don't even pick that up don't even pick that up that's not gonna help you do <laughs> yeah, anything yeah <laughs> right. um so to, judging by their gear i didn't interpret them to be like you know, the superior riders uh and also they were struggling. They used um, roll maps. I've never used a roll map, but because of this trip, I've had to learn what it is. Um, imagine like turn by turn directions on a scroll that you just like do the wheel and then you're like, all right, 0.9 miles, we go to the next one. And then you turn the little wheel and you go to the next part of the map. So there's a little window that you're watching like a scroll. You're from, okay. am I describing I mean, I'm imagining it. I'm just it? shocked that it exists. <laughs> so that's how they're navigating this thing by scroll like you know and they set their little trip meter every time they make a turn and then the next turn comes up in like 2.7 miles and then they scroll and they do then we're using gps's and just you know cranking around 
I was gonna say like, so, so what GPS doesn't work? Why do you have to navigate like a fucking Roman? Like, like that's that's crazy. <laughs> so cell phones don't always work. You can't trust for sure. cell phone for backcountry navigation. Um, you say for sure. It wasn't obvious to me until I started looking into it. I'm like, why don't people use cell phones? They're great here in Raleigh, but um, uh, on a trip like this, a GPS actually works well. So that's yeah. cool. And it, it it's all loaded too. So if you need gas and you don't have a signal you can ask it to find the closest gas station where your phone can't do that yeah absolutely yeah I've, I've i've done that enough times where it's just like there's definitely places in the country where you they have those signs last gas for 180 miles and stuff like that or you know when th those times when the radio stops working there's a lot of people who live in cities or maybe they live like not in the u.s they don't know that radios stop working in your cars at some points there, there are places where there are no radio stations. Now, I guess a lot of people like like listen to like satellite radio now, or like just put on a you know mm. a, 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 a media player in their car. But MP3. Yeah. yeah, there's places in like Idaho, for example, where like you would press scan and it would just keep making loops. It would just keep making loops through all the channels because there weren't any. Yeah, if you're an East Coast person, like you don't even know that exists. There, there's always. I mean, if there's only five or 10 stations, that's weird, right? There's yeah. typically too many to count. Well, I probably could count them. But anyway, yeah, there's typically a ton of choices. And like on the East Coast, everybody owns the land, right? There isn't this like ginormous spans of government owned. Like, what is it? BLM, BLM, Bureau of Land Management Land. And, um, you know, so it's just... It's all tight. Everyone's owning it. It's their property. Like the, the, there's just not wide open unused areas. Out west, it's it's huge. There's the and, out, out in uh, out in the southwest. There would just randomly on the side of the road be like a shooting range, like like an impromptu shooting range where people had just set up targets off the road, and I mean just right off the road. And, and like, don't imagine that there's a building or anything. There's just a bunch of targets <laughs> out there. And this is clearly where people just stop and shoot. And we were just like, don't mind if I do. You know, we got guns and ammo. So we, we pull over and we, we start shooting the targets. Because, like, that's what it's for. And you can see, in, you can see as far farther than the gun will shoot, you know, in the distance behind it. So you know it's safe to shoot. It's like, like and it wasn't like we saw that once or twice. Like, I don't remember if it was Texas really? or New Mexico. But, like. They would just be there. It, it was clearly someone's it just it was like when you go through the Smoky Mountains and they had those scenic overlooks. Oh, yeah. Pull over here. This is where you stop to see the leaves change colors. So, yeah, pull over here. This is where you shoot cans. Yeah. You see all the cans <laughs> out there. Bottles, too. Yeah. Let's get out. I want to see that. I haven't I haven't seen that yet. I, I feel like we're not in a populated enough area to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Cows don't uh, have guns. When you said it, Beta O'Rourke might run for governor of Texas. I know politics. Yeah. And it's like him in that, yes, I'm coming for your AR-15 thing. You ended your political career in Texas. Just stop. Yeah. You're I done. saw the Dems put a uh, a uh, thing out today um, to propose a proposal to legalize um, most drugs on a federal level. No, not legalize. Decriminalize most drugs on a federal level. Cocaine, heroin, and marijuana. I saw Ron Paul talk about that, not Rand, but his dad, Ron, yeah. uh, a while ago. And people were like, legalize heroin. Whoa, that's crazy. And he goes, really? 
are you going to start taking heroin if I make it legal? And everyone's like, no. Like, so what's the problem? We're really just not putting drug users in jail. And when I looked at it through that lens, I'm like, maybe? On the other hand, I, say what you will. It'll be hard to convince me that making it legal doesn't increase usage, mm -hmm. period. We're seeing it with Delta 8 right now. Now, I know Delta 8's not hazardous like heroin is, but um, just not sold on legal heroin yet. Like, a, Yeah. I don't think I'd try. Like the, the reason I wouldn't try heroin, though, is because I would be afraid. I'd be afraid I'm not getting good heroin. Like, like, like if, if you had some good heroin. Well, if it's there, legal, you would. I'll say this: if you if, if right? they if made it, if they made morphine legal, and they were like, yeah, yeah, just take a little shot of morphine, you'll love it. I don't know. When I get in trouble, no, I, literally none at all. How much is it? Is, is it like really expensive? Oh, it's the cheapest thing you can imagine. Less than a pack of Skittles. Well, all right then. <laughs> I think I'd try a little morphine. <laughs> but but like the idea of like like my experience with heroin literally comes from the movies. I've I I've I've seen people I've seen people do cocaine in the fucking $50 Discord. Like like we were playing our magic tournament the other night and um I lost in the second round or third round or something like that. And the guy that beat me did a celebratory bump of cocaine. <laughs> like, like, he, starts, <laughs> he starts doing cocaine right then. And I'm just like, who are you? You're new here, right? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually just here for the magic tourney. I don't even know who the fuck you guys are. You, you're the Kyle guy, right? Like, like the Russian with the guns? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, cool, cool. Yeah, they told me about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our patreon has expanded beyond the show somehow yeah like, <laughs> yeah between it's, him and dirty these guys don't even yeah it's because um you know um, we do so many activities in there like 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 we really do have a pretty crazy community there'll be there'll be 25 people in the chat almost every night just like playing games and like shooting the shit and like doing all sorts of different activities so like they've got a big poker game going and all of a sudden the guys that play poker tell their friends like hey if you want a poker game, I mean, I play in a pretty big poker game, uh, like like three nights a week. Like, really, what 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 website? It's actually not a website. It's a it's a this podcast has a private Discord you can go to, and so like people come just to play poker who don't watch the show. And now there's a couple guys who have come uh, who don't watch the show at all, but they really wanted to play in some magic tournaments. So another magic magic tournament uh, Saturday. Well, uh, if you want to get the bracket going, just. Uh, um, message antagonist, or you can message me. Uh, we'll figure the bracket out. Um, I think we had 16 players, maybe. Um, I don't know. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Like I said, I lost in the second or third round, got my ass whooped. Uh, but it was fun. Oh, I was hoping Woody was still with us. I, I am I with you now? I think I heard you, I heard yeah, you say that, but I, I, um. I heard you say there was another magic tournament. Did I get that right? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I think we're just going to do them on Saturdays. Um, so get in there and sign up. I got had so many people That's message cool. me Sunday and Monday and even today. Like, hey, how do I get in on this magic tournament? It's like, we, we did it Saturday. Like, you know, that's what I said. You know, I think we're going to do them on Saturdays. So uh, we're not, you know, it's free. That's to neat. In. Just bragging rights. I've been dropping by now. Dropping by now and then, huh? Oh, into the Discord, I guess he was going to say. Yeah, we have a good time in there. Um, the, the poker game is really fun, but, uh, there's a bunch of guys that play league, which I hate even fucking watching. You back? 
Yeah, I've been dropping by the Discord now and then. I I I, dro- I was in I think Belmont, Arkansas, something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, the hotel was this like old historic thing. It looked like a haunted house, and I was like, I should drop in the Discord and show this to everybody, and uh, maybe I'll drop by tonight too. I think about it more often than I do it, but yeah, uh, I, I jump in I there every the night. Game. Yeah, so should we call it a wrap? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I'm gonna make some dinner or something like that. Um, cool, cool show this week. Obviously, uh, that you, you listeners uh, noticed that Taylor wasn't here. Um, you know, he's off doing his real life stuff. Leave it at that. And uh, okay. but uh, we'll have a double guest this week. I think you'll like. I think you guys like both the guests. So good show. So you know, be ready to watch uh, when it comes out Thursday night. Good deal. PKN three fifty six.